even dating is not really dating now it's like i don't know what it is but people are exploring different relationships you know open relationships close relationships you know they kind of experiment yeah. a lot of experimentation because everyone going. doesn't have god in their life <laughs> that's <laughs> hello guys and welcome to episode 11 of open conversations i'm your host joseph on today's show i welcome my guest violetta on today's show me and violetta talked about her experience growing up in russia and how it was like especially for her being black and everything else. We also discussed my own experience in living in Alaska for a whole year and what that was like for me. Uh we spoke about other things including being open-minded, being free-spirited, trying out new experiences, and basically just embracing being different in a world where especially everybody seems to be in a box and not wanting to explore new experiences. So yeah, it's a good conversation we had. Um hope you like it. So sit back, relax and enjoy. How are you doing? How is everything going? Um, I'm doing good. Um, usually it's nothing but work during the weekdays and okay. the week- and then the weekends I just try to detox basically. Oh, detox. How do you detox? Um, try to do more reading. Try to do more walking. I go outside Less of the house. Internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Less internet. You know, I, I don't no more screens. I'm tired of screens during the weekday. <laughs> So you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, so try That's to, healthy. It's supposed to be able to get more sun because once you're inside most of the time, you don't get sun and that's not good. Definitely true talk. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your, the name of your podcast? Sorry. So my podcast is called Open Conversations. Ah. Yeah. Basically the concept the concept is that I think that people don't really have like open and free conversations about any topic without any judgment so i'm like it would be nice yeah. to have a conversation with somebody or anybody who can just talk and just you know talk you know trade stories <laughs> talk about any topic yeah. and for sure that's cool that's cool nice yeah. yeah how has your week been so far Um I've been at my parents so it was nice just spending time with them catching up uh hadn't seen them since like lockdown so yeah. it was nice just catching up and having some family time <laughs> yeah cool did you do anything for mother's day Uh yeah I brought my mom a, an apple tart <laughs> and went to see her and that was pretty much it I mean just home but at least brought her some something sweet to eat <laughs> so cool. she loves uh like tarts and things it's the russian blood so i don't know i thought it would be nice <laughs> that's nice that's very nice yeah and what about you what did you do for mother's day so um i went to visit my mom and then we had like a little lunch with me my brother and my sister and funny thing is i Aww. actually i actually did after the lunch we actually recorded my mom for like the podcast where we were just talking oh, nice. about, yeah we're just talking about me we're talking about how I was born and everything else and you know how she got married and oh, you know yeah just that kind that's of thing. such a lit thing i love that that's really nice especially to hear from coming from like your mom in her that, perspective i yeah. know because i le- yeah i learned a lot actually when i was talking to my mom <laughs> So apparently yeah. I, when I was born um I didn't cry. I was very quiet when I was born. Oh, yeah, so I was like perfect child. <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Huh, interesting." But my yeah. mom did say that, you know, I I she did struggle with me. She did say that, but when I came out I was totally quiet. Mm-hmm. So I guess that helps. <laughs> oh. Definitely. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um I think we'll just quickly just talk about you for a second. Like, uh, you know it's funny like me and you haven't had had a, like a sit down conversation before and I think that'd be nice to have one. Cause, yeah. Cuz I've been meaning to do it, <laughs> but yeah, I've been meaning to do it, but the lockdown came and it's like, oh geez, everybody's just inside now. 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to get people to move around now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if with the lockdown yeah. lifted, it's still not like really good advice to go see people. You can go see For them, but sure. away from them in a way. 100%, especially with the cases now over 5,000. I was, you know, I didn't, the last time I checked the, the numbers, it was mm-hmm. at, I think, about 300. Oh, wow. Wow. So when I checked back out and I saw 5,000, I was like, what? Yeah. It's so wild. It is so very wild. wild. Yeah. I mean, but going we, out there, I don't know, I feel everything is pretty much normal. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to just carry on with everything, just with a mask on. And it's not everyone. Like, you see some people wearing masks, some people don't. But everyone's just kind of doing what they always do. Like, on the streets and I'm talking about, like, working Accra people. Yeah. It's just, like, they're just, it's back to the hustle. Like, you can't, they can't just be gone you know no they can't because that's their life that's that's their life so i just was like wow everything is actually just going on while we're all like in our houses feeling oh look <laughs> you know we're so <laughs> locked down but not really locked down here in accra but like on the internet and stuff when you see everyone else like what they're doing during lockdown just like well in the real world people are not really like it's not all roses and cherries no they or whatever to, they say <laughs> yeah they have to be outside to actually make money to eat to survive exactly. so it's, it's a whole right, diff- yeah. it's a whole different world for them for sure yeah for sure it's tough <sighs> it's tough yeah it's really tough how like how have you like dealt with it like is it normal for you because i'm like more introverted so staying indoors is like i guess it's normal for me but how has it like is it really different for you um what i can say is that you know i was working like in a pub (laughs) so that kind of lifestyle pushes you to have to be surrounded by people constantly and normally i'm as well pretty much an introvert i'm like i i would say i uh what's the word specify not specify but um like shit what is that word (laughs) (laughs) identify identify there we go identify as like an introvert extrovert so it depends on who i'm with and the mood and all those things Mm -hmm. and i feel it's a gemini thing so your personality Mm -hmm. kind of switches um to the vibration of whoever you're with and so for me it's once i stopped working at the pub I kind of got myself into the state that I wanted to be, which was not around anyone because I'd been working there for a whole year. And I was just, I had enough of the repetitiveness of um, just being around so many people constantly and not really having time to do what I wanted to do. So I, I think I had a couple, like a month before things started going more wilder than they were in like january right yeah so in january february things were a bit still calm and i got myself into a routine that i wanted to have and which was like 95 percent of the time being at home and leaving my house just for groceries or for if i need something and that's pretty much what the whole lockdown and this whole corona thing everyone has to do so i can say it was a bit i was blessed enough to prepare myself mm-hmm. before things got serious before it got forced on everyone let's say so I kind of put myself in I've been in the routine already of being at home and and just aligning myself you know yeah I mean that makes sense I mean when you're saying yeah. that um, you're working in a pub with so many different people like I can't imagine like that amount of energy it takes because if you're like really introverted like just trying to contain all that stuff like it was it exhausting for you because i think it would be exhausting for me every single day if i was doing that (laughs) um you know when i started it out it was really fun because i just got back to the country yeah so i was excited and new people i was 
I, I just felt that bubbly new energy. And like I said, I identify as an introvert, extrovert, depending on uh, mm. the, the vibration. So if I have to be this extrovert, I will be that extrovert, you know? And at first it was very exciting, very fun, and I was enjoying it and I just had the energy for it. And um, I think I had a lot as well positive energy from that experience because I had come from like a really depressed state of mind. Right. So I feel like that's what I needed at that point in my life. So it just it's just funny how things work out. <laughs> I just got that when I needed it and it, it gave me back that energy and the spirit that I needed to kind of uh, know what I want from life or just feel an energy that is strong enough to just push me to 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 do something i don't know if you if that makes sense yeah, yeah, that totally i just had sense. a lot of energy from the people because it was it was fun it was it was exciting but at the same time after a while it just was draining then i started yeah. to feel the draining aspect of it uh, because of the constant energy and and people do take your energy like right, people, I know. like it's an exchange of energy so doing that constantly and plus it was a really toxic environment like drinking every day and mm-hmm. you know you're around that and because as well you feel that you you know it's just makes it a bit easier to handle other people in those states when you are as well in that state mm-hmm. so you end up um, maybe doing more than you wanted to, or it just becomes too much for you. And yeah. you're just like, oh my gosh, now I can't take this anymore. So after a while, I just started to crash and I just was fed up and tired. I stopped drinking. I was like, no way, I can't do this anymore. So it was it was tiring at the end of it. I just got fed up and the repetition of it, it's literally like you're having the weekend every single day. Yeah, wow. And then when it's actually the weekend, it's like the weekend times two, you know. <laughs> because everybody's out now. Yeah, it's like the, the Mondays to Friday was already like a weekend, but now the weekend is really a weekend and it's double the action. So it was very draining, yeah. Yeah, I can understand. So when when yeah. <laughs> when you when did you come from Ghana? Like where did you go? Okay, I went to Russia. So I was in Moscow, Russia for three years. And what was that experience like? I'm trying to figure out like what is that experience like going from Ghana to Russia and then coming back again? Okay. Um I was born there, so it was like going to another home in a way. Mm-hmm. Even though I was born there, but I didn't live there for much longer. Like I was born there and then we left. Okay. So, but my mother is very, she's half Russian. So she always, she brought me up with that Russian influence. And my grandmother being fully Russian, I had that Russian influence growing up. I didn't speak the language Mm -hmm. very well because I forgot it when we moved. But um, when I got there, I had to relearn it. But I guess the way I went about the town and things like that and the people I met, I was able to catch up a bit faster, I would say. So I learned, let's say I learned the language in a year. I wasn't fluent, but I learned the language mm-hmm. in a year. Um, but it was, a, it was a wild experience for sure. Um, I feel like it's just like because you're in a new territory and you don't really know mm-hmm. um, anything there (laughs) but you kind of have to find out for yourself if you have that explorer nature inside of you um i'm personally that kind of person i want to explore i'm a wanderer i want to go places and see new things um even if i have to do it by myself or like i will find someone to show me you know so it was really me going out of my comfort zone and and of course when you're like black in in russia you're always like easy to spot out yeah you you stand out (laughs) so you also do attract quite uh quite a number of people their attention and you know it was it was bad like i didn't know what you want me to go into details specifically but (laughs) if you if any questions pop up just ask me for this there's a lot that i could go into but i don't know yeah when you when you said that you're new territory, I remember um, mm-hmm. when I went to high school, like my last year, of yeah. high school, I went to Alaska for In a Ghana? year. No, I went to Alaska. Oh, Alaska. 
Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> For a whole year. So, like, that whole thing of, like, standing out, because, like, at my school, the high school I went to, there was about 200 people in total, and now, like, the only mm-hmm. black kid. So it was very, yeah. wherever I went, it was, like, I really stand out. So, yeah, I'm always, I'm trying to figure out, like, like did you, what were your experiences with that? Like, were there some positive ones, or were there some negative ones, or just in between? Uh, there were both. There were mm. both positive and negative um, situations. Um, yeah, de- dealing de- like, and it goes in a wide spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's all depending. Like, who would you like to know about the <laughs> the positive ones or the negative ones? Um, the ones that were prominent. Um, yeah, the ones that stood out, because everything is not going to impossible, but what, what were the ones Definitely. that really stood out? Um, I think the thing that gave me a lot of problems in the beginning of um, my journey there, let's say, yeah, my journey there was being different and accepting that you're different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you, because that's how I felt when I was in Ghana. So going to a new place and then still feeling the same way mm. is like, then where the hell do you fit in? Especially if like you're <laughs> from both of the, <laughs> it's like, for, and you're and and when you're that kind of person that you've always not really got on with or like you've never really like been able to put yourself into like a friend group or like, yeah. Uh, into a box <laughs> that everyone puts themselves into and and like owning that difference so something for example is like as soon as you enter the metro everyone is staring at you mm-hmm. and it's like okay you get it you're a black person and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's like they barely get and it's not like I was never mean to anyone and like trying to like oh how can you be so racist but the thing is that no one was really racist I never had any bad racist experiences um but it was more like they just didn't understand like they wanted to know and they were curious it was more of a curiosity yeah because they just haven't seen it's not it's not common like there aren't that many people and the kind of person that I am I would usually be in the center of Moscow where my university where I was was at let's say the the south the south of Moscow and so uh going into the center a lot or to the north or to the east or west parts people wouldn't they wouldn't see get that many black people in those areas so often Mm -hmm. so because a lot of the African community or the international community, well, let me say African community that I, I were, was experienced to or had around me, they wouldn't really go out of their comfort zone. So, it's, so it was just like, well, we're here and we're fine with everything that's around us and we don't really want to go into the center or go try a new place or see something new. So it's, it was like, okay, fine, then I'll find people who want to do what mm-hmm. I want to do then. So yeah. I just became, so just that free spirit in me just went out and tried to discover things for myself. And then it's so funny because I would go and then maybe I would post something on my Instagram. They're like, where is this? And I was like, I asked you to come with me, but you never want to try anything new, you know? So it's just wild but yeah that was one of the one of the things that I couldn't say had a big effect on like how I view myself how I view the world was that just being different and accepting your difference and um and as well in the modeling industry there was wild <laughs> so <laughs> that also played a big thing but that's that's long <laughs> that's oh. really long oh, that's interesting. yeah <laughs> wow I'm sure there's some stories from there. I don't know if I answered your question. Well, you did. You did, actually. I mean, it's it's interesting because, like you said, being a whole new territory and then trying to explore and learn new things is always really cool. Like, I yes, did, I never sure. expected myself to be, like, in a cold region like Alaska. Like, I was like, mm, I'm from Ghana. It's really hot. And I'm going to go to this new cold place that I've never been to with a whole new family. Of, I don't know as yet yeah and it was very i think it was a very eye-opening if i had to say like that was the most um 
I, I would say, I don't say positive, but like it really changed my perspective on life, like truly. Mm-hmm. Because I experienced like so many things within that whole year. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that whole being open about having open experiences is really cool. And I would love to have more. For sure. Of that. Absolutely have more of that. Like yeah. If, uh, uh-huh. Like if, if there was a, like, like do you want, like, if let's say the, the whole pandemic gets over, right? Like what would be like the places or countries that you think you want to explore? Wow, so many. Um, but I actually, wait, I had a question about your Alaska. Oh, I just, please. They, Ask um, yeah, so you were there for a year and, and did you did you feel like it was somewhere that you would go back to or live there? Did you ever have thoughts about living in Alaska? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, going back, definitely, because I don't know, when you have experiences in a place that really like changes you tremendously, like you want to mm-hmm. go back there just to get that feeling again. I mean, I have yeah, for of, sure. I have thought about going there, visiting sometimes, and just like maybe stay for like two weeks mm-hmm. or three weeks, and then come back. But yeah, definitely want to do yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely want to do that more often. That's cool. So you felt like going to Alaska kind of added to a point in your life where you felt like there was a dramatic or drastic change. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I think about it, before I went, I would say I was kind of. Um, like living in Ghana, I just never fit in. Like you said, it's like you never really fit into that yeah. friend group or like belong to people. But when I mm-hmm. went, I, I really opened my mind to, okay, let's see what this whole new experience is like. Let me take whatever comes my way and just be open to whatever. So when I went there, like I, I did mm-hmm. everything. Like I did ice skating. I tried to do snowboarding. Tried oh, to snow- amazing. Yeah, all that stuff. Like I did, I tried out all the sports. Like I did basketball. Awesome. I did basketball. Yeah. I did baseball. I tried. You stepped out of your comfort zone. Exactly. I even did ice hockey. Do you see what happens? <laughs> this is exactly what the people need to do. You have to step out of your comfort zone. Like try something new. It will change your life. Like honestly. Yeah, I, I think just from there, I think I did just try. I did decide that you know what? I think I'm gonna do this more often. Like try new experiences, go to different yes. places, and just see what happens. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I just wanted to share a story if you wouldn't mind, like about um <laughs> about ice skating. I had the worst I just I wouldn't say the worst. It was a really funny experience. <laughs> the first time I went ice skating, um, it was like a date. <laughs> I went I met this guy on Tinder in Moscow and he took me ice skating and <laughs> this was so funny because <laughs> I I didn't know how to ice skate. So I was trying to learn and holding on to the side of the ring. And yeah. the guy literally just left me and went to ice skate. And oh my gosh. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> that was so funny. So I was there like trying not to fall. Uh, falling and then getting up and just holding to the rails and this guy is just enjoying himself I was like I'm so glad that I came I escorted you to go have fun ice skating (laughs) that doesn't sound like a fun date at all actually I loved it because I don't know I just found it um, when I look back at it I just see it as, as like wow okay this person really like left me but at the same time I didn't really care because I kind of just enjoyed the experience oh. on my own even though I was falling and trying not to make a fool of myself when everyone's going around so it was in that moment of course I felt like embarrassed but now looking back at it I was just like ah it's just funny looking back at it and, and laughing at that yeah I totally <laughs> get it I mean I remember when I tried ice skating I was also falling so many times and eventually, yeah. when I did learn, it, like if I could go ice skating tomorrow somewhere, I would totally do it because it's really yeah, me it's, too. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, Once you get the hang of it, it's you just you just can do it. Like you get the motion and you can move at least <laughs> without falling too much. At least you know. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I I really I really yeah. miss it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's funny because as you know, as far as like trying to be open to experiences, I think a lot of people, I don't know for whatever reason or not, they're not as open 
like what yeah. do you think that maybe is like maybe is the upbringing like we're kind of sheltered in Ghana the way I feel like people are very sheltered like they don't want to try out new experiences for whatever fear hundred percent hundred percent I feel like a lot of people don't like like they get used to something and mm-hmm. then they don't want to try something that is not it's not something they've already experienced so they just stick to what they know yeah what do you think that yeah. is I think it's I think it's a bit of the upbringing and as well in Ghana I don't people don't really have so much new things to experience like it's just the same thing and they just do the same thing all the time I don't know how to like how yeah. to explain it but that's how I see it just people like just doing the same things over and over Yeah that's true I mean I and, I, and not going out of their comfort zone yeah, I've always felt that. I remember when I came back to Ghana, I was like really ready to like come back and integrate. But people were just like very sheltered. I don't want to say sheltered, but like yeah. they're just doing the same thing over and over again. I'm like, this can't be the way you want to live yeah. life. Like you want to try out different things, do different stuff, eat different 100%. food, all that stuff. Yes, yes. Especially with the food part. <laughs> they don't want to try new new foods and be like, oh, it's, this is going to be way better than what you're used to eating. Just try it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, has there been anything that before where you were like, I'm never going to try this, but you actually did? Um, in terms of experiences? or Yeah, yeah in terms of experiences. Uh, I don't really close my mind to anything. I just have an open mind. And if, if I see something that looks like a good idea, I'm definitely going to try it. Like I'm always open to something new. I don't mind whatever it is. <laughs> like if I think it's a good idea, I'm down, you know? Okay. Would there be anything? People... I like the spon- spontane- spontaneity of life. <laughs> spontaneity. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but has there been anything that you have done that people will consider that that sounds like a crazy idea that I have done uh maybe yeah if I'm thinking of it now probably yeah what is it um no I don't know I just think it depends I don't think it's really that crazy I don't know I've not really done anything so crazy that's it's just well there was this one story but I don't know if I should share (laughs) like crazy but so it's really you think it's really out there that people might be good at bad ideas no i don't think i think it's normal but i don't know i don't think it's really that crazy to share it's just it's just something maybe normal Hmm. interesting i don't know (laughs) but what about you maybe you have had an experience that (laughs) people would have thought it was a bit out there um if i'm trying to think about it now i don't think it's as crazy i mean there it's not really crazy i mean it's just doing normal stuff you know i think when i was in college yeah, that's what i'm saying yes yeah, yeah when i was in college <laughs> okay. US, uh, me and my friends we did a road trip from texas all the way to miami like road trip long trip and we just like oh, had wow, fun that's yeah cool. Yeah, that was in, we just that's amazing them. you see that's not great that's fun <laughs> yeah that's fun i mean you know we just we, that's we, super fun it's super fun i mean i don't think i've done anything crazy like i haven't done yeah anything that would be considered like as far as drugs not necessarily risky, crazy yeah. no but anything like risky that you put in your life in danger or something no never been at that point in my life I'm yeah not, you know. No. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do have a story. I do have a story. It's not crazy, but it's something I, which I considered very like okay. knuckleheaded. So the, when I was in Alaska, <laughs> um, you know, where I lived, like the, the community there was very like sparse. Like if you had to go visit somebody, you probably have to take a car, drive it and go see somebody. And I wanted to go see my friend okay. because she was leaving the next day for a trip. And I was actually going to come back mm-hmm. to Ghana. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a bike and I'm going to bike to her place. So like before mm-hmm. I, had vis- I had visited her with my, with my family there in a the car. It, the trip was like about two hours. 
And I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know why that I thought that if I took this bike, I could probably get there in maybe the same two hours. But what happened was I biked for like four hours. And when I finally got there, I was totally spent. My legs were shaking, everything else. And it's just so oh, whoa. Yeah, that was that was really did you feel like wanting to give up when you were on your way there? (laughs) Absolutely. I'm like, if I'm am I going the right direction? I don't think I am because I haven't gotten there. Like it's so far. (laughs) But I was like, I've already biked for like an hour. I can't just go back. It makes no sense. Let me just keep going. Yeah. You have to. You have to to finish it. You were like done. I was done. I'm like, my legs were tired. Don't give up. Yeah, because my, my butt was sore. Like, I couldn't feel my legs. I'm like, this is a bad, oh my gosh, a bad I idea. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's funny. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it would have been, like, scary, too, in a way. <laughs> yeah, it's scary because you're not really surrounded by buildings. You feel like you're about to die. Yeah, because it's like you're kind of out there by yourself. You're just trees and, you know, bushes and just road and that's it. Oh, my gosh. But I could imagine that was so peaceful and so much energy. It was very peaceful. One thing that I will always take away from that visit or that trip was that the environment was very welcoming, like very peaceful. It's like when you see a screenshot on your laptop of like a mountain in the background with snowy top. (laughs) It's like you're seeing it in person. Oh, it's my like, God. Yeah, I mean, it was very cool. Wow. I, I definitely need to take imagine. more. I need to take more trips like that, definitely. For sure, for sure. Like, for do, you, sure. do you have any... If we're any... ever going to have trips. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe, maybe, next, maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe. Like, do you have a country on your list of places to go that you're just dying to go? Oh, I've got a lot of countries like Italy, definitely Spain. I've been to Spain, but just more of the countryside of Spain mm-hmm. and the like country mountainy sides of Spain, Italy. Um, definitely uh, New Zealand is one of my top places. Definitely for me too. I love New Zealand. Um, yeah. And South America for sure, like Peru. Yeah, those, those for now. <laughs> and India, for sure, India, yeah. Oh, yeah, India is one of those places that seem like people 100%. go on like spiritual journeys most of the time. 100%, 100%. Or like Tibet. Yeah, Tibet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Those places, <laughs> those are on my list. <laughs> so do you, do you have like a bucket list as well, like not for countries, but stuff to do in your life? No, I, I didn't have it like written down or anything, but I just, like I said, if I see something and I want to do it or I just think of something, if if it's possible, I'm definitely going to do it. I don't have like a bucket. Like if I don't do it, I'm not going to be upset or something, but mm-hmm. like definitely if there's a, the opportunity to do it, I would do it. So yeah. What about you? Um, things to do for me is um, I need to go skydiving, definitely um 100 yeah 100%. i need to go bungee jumping like anything that you're jumping off of something yes <laughs> oh, yeah, anything you're jumping out of a plane jumping off something uh diving into oceans um those kinds of things that those are my things <laughs> definitely like i have like i have a fear of like water like being in the ocean and stuff but it's something I really mm-hmm. want to do. It's like, I want to go deep sea diving one day because it looks really yeah. fun. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Scuba diving as well. Yeah, but I need to get out, rid of my fear of like drowning first. So I need to get, get a pool oh, and how wow. to swim. Yeah, I have a fear of drowning. Okay, so you don't know how to swim. I do not know how to swim. Oh, you definitely should learn how to swim. That's That's something that is so... Yeah, for sure. I I definitely need to know how to swim. I don't know. Actually, really easy. It's not difficult. I feel like it's easier. I feel like it should be easier to learn as an adult. And even though as a child, it's just it's a bit easier because it's like you're naturally you came from water just a while ago. So 
yeah, and they learn really fast. Like kids learn so fast. They do. Um, but yeah, they do. But I feel like because you're an adult, you can learn the technique behind how to swim. I feel like it's just applying the the way it works. So you just apply the technique, and and that's it. Like you can swim. <laughs> I I swear it should be that easy. <laughs> I do think it's that easy. Like I need to learn how to like hold my breath and go underwater and get used to that feeling of, you know, just being on the water and just get used to that feeling. It's calming for sure. I think you like it. You should just try it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely on my list of stuff to do. Like I need to find a swimming pool, sure. get somebody to train me, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and when the time is right, when you find the time. <laughs> Yeah, I will have to find the time, definitely. Yeah. So I have a question. Like, have you always been, like, free-spirited and open-minded? Or is it did it come to a point in time where you decided that, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, be more open-minded than I am? Uh, no, I think I've, I've always been open-minded. I've always, I've just been naturally been, I think, because of my parents' influence and just because they always made me, question things and to think about it like my dad really made me think about things so he would always ask me questions so I feel like when someone is constantly asking questions about certain things and they ask your what you might think about it without actually knowing anything on the thing Mm -hmm. it kind of it kind of just forces you to use your imagination and and look within yourself of what could this possibly mean and how to explain it for you know without actually knowing like what just comes to mind and you need I feel like you just need to be open-minded because it could be anything like literally anything could be anything so keeping an open mind towards things and what people say um, I think it's just beneficial for sure so it's just how I was raised I guess in a way it just made me always kind of want to talk and listen as well and just always listen to different ideas and and not be stuck on just one thing you know yeah do you think people like is it do you think people have a way to learn how to do this because i think that yeah i do think it's easy to learn but do you think people will will always be willing to learn or do they have to like go through some sort of experience before they can be more open-minded i feel like it's their choice in a way like people can be naturally stubborn and stuck Mm -hmm. like they yeah. just get like we were talking about people that they just get used to something yeah. and then they don't want to change it because that's what they know you know so in a way I feel it's fear even like fear has different levels to it you know mm-hmm. so a deep-rooted fear maybe would be something more internal about oh I'm afraid of death or I'm afraid of for example, these are all examples. These are not my fears. <laughs> 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 sure. sure. um, I'm afraid of being chased by a lion or standing on a, like, yeah, as you said, you're afraid of drowning, right? Yeah. You have fear of drowning. Um, so those are like deep-rooted fears. But then there are fears that are a bit much surface level, like, um, you know, I don't want to try this new food because I, I really don't think I'm going to like it because you've mm-hmm. already just closed your mind to it. True. So you're you're just afraid of change or you're afraid of trying something new. So it's I feel it's it's all just fear in different in different vessels. Mm, I, but I do think that some someone can if they want to, it's their decision. Cause as well, everything is free will and everything is choice in this life. <laughs> so as soon as you decide that you don't want something to be the way it was previously, and you're ready to, to step out of the box, hundred percent, you like, you can do it. You know, <laughs> it's all mental. Everything is mental. Yeah. Everything is definitely mental. I think that's something I'm always trying to learn. Cause I, I, I don't know. I think that, when you're living this life, I think you're trying to learn as much as possible before your expiration date. So it's always good to like, For try, sure. yeah, just try different things, experience different things because you never want to Life be, is all about learning. Yeah, because no worries. I mean, you never want to get to these, the age where you look back and like you regret some certain things. So yeah. I, 100%. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just take it as it comes <laughs> exactly so do you think about death like have you ever thought about like 
what happens when you die. I was asking a friend this some time ago, just trying to figure out, because I, I think it's a fascinating topic as far as if you ever pass away, what's the next, or what happens afterwards? Wow, yeah, deep, deep question. <laughs> yeah, I, I really sure. like I mean, stuff. I'm 100%. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Um, a lot of, yeah, I love the depth that you bring to the conversation. <laughs> so this is great. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I'm, I, I think death is great. Like, I'm 100% fine with death. Uh, I don't have any kind of, oh my gosh, you know, you're dying or something like that kind of thing. <laughs> Life is great, but I mean, death is, is just a normal part. Like, I think I read somewhere that um, once you're, once you're like born or something, well, like birth just automatically means that as soon as you're born, you have the, uh, they're like contract, not contract, but <laughs> you have the, the inevitableness of death right yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's a, that's as, as soon as you're born that's the that's the only thing you can count on is death like that's the only thing that's for sure nothing else in life is for sure but death 100 percent. yeah like that's the only <laughs> for sure fact about life is that there will be death after that <laughs> yeah like, do you have do you have any theories about what happens when you do die? Because like I have these like different theories that I like. Like I like. Oh, let I, me hear yours. You tell me yours first, and then I'll tell you mine. Sure. Um. So like I like reading about different people's different experiences with like near death experiences. So. Oh, me too. I love those. Yeah. So like, and I think from what I've read, just putting everything together, I think what what possibly could happen is when you do pass that there is some sort of maybe reincarnation where mm -hmm. you pass away but you kind of get born again in a different life so for instance yeah. I'm, I'm living in ghana right now if i pass away i will be reborn somewhere in a whole different life like i'll probably be born in maybe south america and my name is pablo or something but yes. i would totally be living <laughs> a different life i will i will not remember my past life but I had the kind of the same personality, the same um, thought like process. Like you will always be who you are. You will always be who you are. Exactly. I, that's like that's something that I think might happen. I don't know, but I think that's a very strong theory because it. I don't know. Just for everything to stop and just not continue. I don't know. I just. I'm, it's hard for me to think like that. Yes, I 100% agree with your, like, your thought on that. I have the same with a few little bits in there, you know, but 100% agree with you. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, all these near-death experiences, I mean, they're always cool to listen to or read. And uh -huh. it's like, oh, this is so fascinating. <laughs> Especially when it comes to death. Yeah so sure. so um i'm not gonna guess your age on the podcast because that's that's weird but um at some point in life <laughs> would would like are you ever thinking maybe about like starting a family and like giving life and everything or are you just like content with whatever happens happens and let's see what happens yeah um with that it's kind of a bit of like I'm not I'm not really wanting to have kids um, but also whatever happens like will be um, but of course I was like that's not on my thoughts and I mm -hmm. don't I will avoid that at all costs not at all costs but I make the necessary <laughs> the necessary uh, precautions to avoid things that i don't want you know <laughs> that's a good one yeah, yeah. gotta do that if you're not For ready sure. yeah if you're not ready not now let's move let's do of other things of course of course exactly it's just better safe than sorry you know <laughs> yeah. so what do, what so, do you think? yeah no risks i like that no risk that's perfect <laughs> that is perfect <laughs> yeah so but accidents, what do you, you know, accidents. accidents are bad <laughs> accidents are also costly People, people always like accidents or something good, but actually it's, it's how you look at it exactly for sure. It could be an accident, but also it turned out to be amazing, like a blessing, yeah. but it's just 
rather just avoid what you don't want. It's just simple. And I'll leave it at that. Mm, very true. So <laughs> what do you think about like the concept of like modern marriage though? Because I don't know, maybe back in the past it was a bit different, but now it's kind yeah. of evolving to something else, I guess. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's totally evolved and it's lost all its sacredness and meaning, true, true meaning. And it's, it's now just, ah, let's get married. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I carried away. But I don't think people really understand what marriage is before the idea of even getting the contract of the marriage, you know. Yeah. Like a marriage is something I feel that is on a much deeper level and if that's not there it it won't work exactly exactly yeah yeah Yeah, because it seems people are excited to like get married but they don't really think about the long term like hey we're going to be living together for the rest of our lives right exactly like can you is this someone that you can really tolerate do you have good understanding do you know that you're always gonna have really good communication between the two like do you have real trust for the person Mm -hmm. like can you leave this person with your life you know like that's i feel like that's the level the the height of it the depth of it you know you need to know that this person is you and you are that person (laughs) like it should be on that that one level yeah it seems like in today's world everything is a rush and nobody steps back and think about hey what's happening to this thing long term than the short-term part of it yeah for sure for sure it's sad yeah and also what do you think about even even before marriage the whole like being together with somebody for a period of time and then getting married because now even dating is not really dating now it's like i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. people are exploring different relationships you know open relationships closed relationships you know they kind of experiment yes. a lot of experimentation because everyone going. doesn't have god in their life it's <laughs> because <laughs> everyone really is just confused and they don't they don't really know who they are so they just want to find it in different people in different yeah. places they think they don't they think they need other people to be okay you know they're not it's it all starts with the self so when yeah. people are lacking in the self they feel they need more of the out outer external influences so we're just sad to watch and see yeah i 100 percent agree like it's really weird because as you were saying, it's about the self. People don't really know themselves. Anything that they'll find their self in other people. And they right. just, yeah. It's, the it's, thing is, people don't even know what they want for themselves. They don't even know what they want, even in a relationship. So it's it just makes it, why, why do you look for something that you don't really even properly know what you want from it? They go into the relationship with not fully and like comprehending why are, they don't analyze the thing, like why are they going for what reasons and look at the reasons behind their decisions like why am i doing this is it because of some kind of lack within me or do i actually really love this person that i feel that i have no doubts and etc cetera, etc cetera, and it's really true from the heart and not from the mind you know so i just feel there's a lot of things that go into it but people don't really they don't really check all the boxes they just they they're okay if some are unchecked it's mm. i don't know it's just <laughs> just is how i see it anyway that's my opinion yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right about that. Because even sometimes I think about, okay, like the whole concept of love and everything. Like some people will say, like people like me who are kind of logical will say, you know, it's just kind of like chemicals in your brain saying that you're in love. And some people will say, well, it's actually a spiritual thing. Like it's about the energy and everything yeah. else. Like where would, you, where would you fall in that like spectrum? It definitely has to be both, you know, in this world, everything needs to be balanced and there should be the logical aspect, of course, that's how, that's our nature, like that's our basic instinct is to want to provide or want to care and want to nurture and want to um, feel that connection with someone else. And at the end of the day, we were, we were literally made 
for reproduction so it's at the basics Mm -hmm. you need to feel that chemical reaction in your brain so that you can like know that okay i think there's someone i would like to have yeah kids with kids with or reproduce with because of the at the basis of it that is our natural instincts yeah i totally agree and i'm I'm even thinking about it like i i'm so funny thing is that even though i am a technology person and i like technology i owe i'm Mm -hmm. especially in this period i really feel that technology is kind of interrupting a lot of these natural processes because people like are constantly in their phones they're not really engaging with person like face-to-face interactions are always good but people are just kind of drawn to their phone now it's kind of interrupting everything from relationships marriage and everything else yeah i can completely agree with that it's wild it's so wild (laughs) yeah and um, and i'm always like kind of I don't know. I always feel like I wish it was a more balanced thing, but people are just really like jumping into technology head head first. Yeah, they're very extreme with it. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I'm always saying that I wish that we had a period of time, like maybe like two weeks or three weeks where you can have access to your phone. You have to actually physically interact with people so that you will be Mm -hmm. reminded of like, hey, you know what? Physical interaction is good for you. You should like talk to people more physically and everything else. Exactly, hundred percent. And and I and that thing you just as as you were saying earlier about when that physical thing when you go out and meet people actually and your phone is kind of um, and we're now doing it through the phone like meeting people through your phone. I feel like when you're texting someone, it's a bit different from when you start talking to someone as well so and people relay themselves differently during text or during um when you meet them you know like some people could be really uh out there like easy to text but when you meet them they're very quiet or something you know like Mm -hmm. so and usually you would meet someone in a public place or physically and you will know at once whether you are friends or you're not getting on so much exactly exactly yeah yeah, even as you said like you can tell from the energy from the person is giving off like 100 percent the energy yeah the energy i do sometimes think people really flow on more energy but i think they give it a bit too much importance because yeah. I would say that sometimes people are not always 100%. So maybe at that particular yeah. time, they may give off bad energy. But then as a person, they're actually like good-natured and, and probably good people. Yeah, maybe. But I feel that most times people, well, okay, not most, but maybe sometimes when you're meeting people they're not there might have had a bad day or something you know and those mm-hmm. there are like conditions that might make the person that you're going to meet first time really like view them in a positive or negative way based on what they were already feeling and if they're going to portray themselves as their true self or portray themselves uh based on something that they had just previously experienced before the interaction or uh maybe some emotional feelings or stress that they might be going through would also change their personality in a way yeah true it's funny um so like i'm doing this online course about social Mm -hmm. psychology and it's really fascinating yeah so i was just like i was i was on this chapter about um first impressions like how what people give off and yeah i think we are all trained to like go towards first impressions of people. Meanwhile, yeah. you're never getting 100% of that person on the first impression. There's always like maybe second interaction, third interaction. Yes, yes, 100%. Because sometimes it just takes so a bit of time to open up completely. And so on the first impression, it's just like you're giving, just like, here's just a part of me. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Exactly. So I don't first impression shouldn't be that important because sometimes it's just you just have it's just not your fault like just <laughs> well actually that's well that's debatable but <laughs> it's uh, just some days maybe you're unprepared or 
I don't know, like imagine if you just meeting someone in a situation that is a bit awkward and then the next day you have to be in a serious situation with that person and you barely know them you know for you know if you want an example i can think of one real quick (laughs) (laughs) like okay let's say okay let's say you were at a party with some friends and um you got really drunk for example and you're throwing up and then one one of your friends uh friends were there and saw you like this but you didn't know them and you just mm-hmm. saw them that day and then the next day somebody comes to a job interview and you're the yeah uh, the <laughs> you know or something or and you find it like that oh shit that's your boss or something <laughs> no yeah. it's not really the best first impression that you've given that person to think that you're uh getting wasted <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so you know but you can't judge somebody based on that first impression but people would tend to actually judge them on that first impression true because i remember um even for me like because i'm introverted and sometimes when i'm thinking like in very deep thought like i have the worst yeah. rest, resting bitch face so what okay. tends, yeah so what tends to happen people always think i'm moody or i'm angry. mad yeah. or i'm angry <laughs> or i'm angry exactly so they never approach me but whenever they do approach me when I'm open, they come off yeah. like, oh, you're a really like, cool person to talk to and everything. I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> why did you think I wasn't? What did you think? Oh, shame. That's horrible. You see them. That's how people lose out on really good friendships or meetings is because they just close their mind off to it. And it's just like, oh, I'm just going to judge this person based on one incident. And that's it. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It's always unfortunate. Yeah, I just think it's how the society just was coached <laughs> to, you know, when you see somebody have, you know, discernment is, is good, but I just think it turned into like judgment more like. Yeah, and I feel like it's getting, and I also feel like it's getting worse now, especially with social 100%. media. Because if somebody, if somebody makes a mistake, like let's say maybe it's five years ago, they make a mistake. Now five years have passed and people are still holding on to that mistake they made five years ago. And I'm like, you know, Aww. maybe during that transition, that person changed and, you know, is more open-minded. 100%. But I don't know, 100%. like we still hold them to that mistake. And I think it's so unfortunate and sad. Very, very people can't let go of, of things and understand that people actually do change exactly. <laughs> or you can give people second chances. Like Jesus says, when you <laughs> slap you on the face on the left, like give them the right, you know? Exactly. <laughs> doesn't, mean, doesn't mean give up on them. <laughs> or, yeah. Don't give up on them. Yeah. You know, people, yeah, people, people are humans. Pe- humans make mistakes and they learn and definitely. they get better over time. hundred percent. Yeah okay um so since, <laughs> since you've been in quarantine i have a question like since you've been in quarantine like have you realized something about yourself maybe you didn't know about yourself before um uh, that's a really deep reflective question that i had <laughs> to take in wow great question actually yeah i feel like there were there's a lot of things and there was a lot of habits that I noticed with myself and I just felt like I learned myself a bit more and how to also combat myself I feel like if you're somebody that has maybe not so healthy habits and Mm -hmm. you try to catch yourself when you're you know doing something that you're you're I don't know let's say you're I don't know (laughs) what kind of habits I can think of at the moment (laughs) okay I think I have a couple no, healthy. Okay. But I think I do have examples for myself, though, that I've realized. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I think I've, like, for instance, I've been meaning to do like a podcast, like, mm-hmm. that was like maybe technology centered, but then just do a podcast. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, I've just been like procrastinating on it for the longest time. Yeah. I, like these kind of little habits that we all individually have that we might not like about ourselves too much, <laughs> but noticing them. Yeah, totally. Because I think for me, it was like, I have to, I was thinking to myself, well, I have to get it perfect. I have to get it right. And, yes, uh, and because yes. of that, I never jumped into it. 
But mm-hmm. I think I'm learning that, you know, I think it's good to start off on a rock, on a rough patch or a rocky path. And then you yeah. just improve as you go along. Right. But just start. Exactly. Just start. And then you improve on. Yeah. Like, for instance, this is, this is weird, but like I've never, well, not never, but hearing my own voice always makes me cringe. So I've never liked oh, man, recording. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, look, who's like talking? Talk. Yeah, I hate when I talk. <laughs> who's this person talking? Their voice is so bad. Oh, it's me. Oh, man. Yeah, but, man, I, yeah. Yeah, I, but I think gradually, gradually, I'm uh-huh. starting to say, okay, this is my voice. It is what it is. I can't change it, but it's a like it now and just keep moving with it exactly it's just about acceptance like you are who you are and and that's all you can't you can't just make yourself feel bad at every little thing like you just have to accept who you are and do it you know let anything stop you from doing what you want to do even if it's yourself (laughs) even especially when it's yourself i mean because you're all you've got Yes, and you're. I feel like a lot of people are their worst critics. So there's always that element of fear when they want to try something new. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. So I know, like you said, you're, you're introverted, but you also can be a bit extro- extroverted. Like, are you yes. the, are you the type of person? Like, do you like the spotlight? Like, do you like being the center of attention, or are you just like mm, I'd rather be behind the scenes in most things? Um, I don't, I feel like wanting now that I know what I know, I feel like wanting to be center of attention is kind of very, it's ego driven. Okay. It's e- okay. So it's ego driven, but I don't, I don't view it in any kind of negative or positive way. It's just, it's just, I wouldn't mind to be, if it, if it needed that I had to do that. Sure. Okay. I have to be in the spotlight. Not that I want to be in the spotlight, yeah. um, but I'm very happy and fine behind the scenes. Like, you know, I think as well, I like a photographer or like into photography, you're behind the camera. So yeah. you rather more of the observer rather than the, the object. Hmm, that's interesting. Like when, when you're growing up, like, did you have an idea of what you wanted to be in future? Or were you just like, were you the same, like free spirited person, like whatever happens, happens? Uh, when I was a kid, I had so many different options of things I wanted to do, you know, like I wanted to be an archaeologist, and then Ooh. I wanted to be a marine biologist, and then Ooh, nice. I wanted to be um, a, a vet. And I just always, just whatever I felt at that time, and I, I was like, oh, I'm drawn to this, then that's what I would want to do, and then I would change my mind. Um, but as a child, I was very introverted, but um, I feel like out external factors kind of push me into that spotlight but Mm -hmm. even though I didn't want to they just I just always had to be there um but I was very introverted (laughs) I was very introverted (laughs) child interesting like is is there a like a specific skill that you say you're pretty good at um I feel like as a human we should have multiple skills (laughs) so (laughs) so I just I don't know I'm just like learning as I go so I can't say I'm perfect at anything or something I'm just developing multiple and various skills like just want to be a well-rounded person well-versed well-rounded person and just kind of know a bit of everything like I feel like that's that's the best part just to learn as much as you can and just just be be able to do a lot of things yourself well I totally agree with that like I'm, yeah. I'm, read, I'm reading a book and it's like basically about being a gen- generalist, like not being specific in the okay. field. Yeah. And it's, okay. it's basically saying that people who generally do like multiple things or, or well-rounded are pretty much likely to be very successful when they grow up or do, you know, they can Ooh, go in any field. Yeah. yeah. Because like you said, I've yeah, always... Yeah, for sure. Because you should be adaptable. Yeah, you should. You definitely should. Because as you were saying, when, when I was a kid... Like I was, I had like different things I wanted to do. Like I started with art, like I like drawing and stuff. And then I shifted to the technology. Yo, same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
I think it's this oh, thing about yeah. the about the creative brain where you want to explore creative mind for sure. Yeah, you want to explore different things, and you just don't want to be like, you know, put in a box and like, yeah, I'm just gonna do one thing at a time. Hundred percent. Exactly. It's just that God energy. Like you just have to create things. You just have to try to. You just have to experience, experience, experience. So it just flows you. It just directs you. It just moves you, and you just go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because. Hundred Because I, I I would like technology, but as I was growing up, I was like, I have other interests. You know, I like books. I like yeah. reading. I like writing. Yeah. So I've never. Exactly. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. I and think if you every, like all these things, why do you have to just do one thing? Why do they want everyone to just do one thing? Exactly. Exactly. It makes you just like, okay, you only know this, then what? <laughs> like, then what, what if something happened? <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that thing anymore. Like, then what are you going to do? <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree. Like, right now, if you're like, for instance, with the pandemic, you know, I think people who are like generalists will probably have a better time because they can easily adapt and go into a new field they want to yeah. talk. Yeah. But not a lot of people have that option. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think we can end with this last point. So anyway, but um, okay. I think I had one more question. So if you had to, um, like I would say, if you had to tell yourself, like maybe now you're a bit older, if you had to tell your younger self one thing or a couple of things, like what would you like to tell that younger person of yourself? Mm -hmm. um, well, younger self, so like how young? <laughs> I talk. feel like different ages need, Let's need see. different. <laughs> Let's see. Let's say um teenage years maybe 14 15 uh okay yeah i would say um just be who you are and just, just don't hide your difference or just stay as you are and don't try to be like anyone else something cliche like that honestly but i feel like it's so true like what i understand now and and just tell that person that it's okay like everything will be okay and just flow and do what you want and don't don't be afraid yeah definitely don't be afraid that's a good one i think if i had to tell my younger self yeah. anything it was that hey experience more stuff when you're young because you never know when you grow <laughs> up you can't go back and experience those stuff <laughs> yeah definitely good advice yeah i mean it's cool but yeah i think well unless you want to ask me questions i think uh, wow so this is this is think, your second podcast no this is my this is the this would be the 11th episode oh whoa 11 yeah what an amazing number shit yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> for sure for sure but yeah, this has been wow. a Wow, thanks for inviting me. This was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I mean, I'm always, going, I'm always open to doing, you know, future episodes with previous guests. I mean, I'm always open to do more conversations. Amazing. Next time, I'll invite you to my podcast. Please do. I'm, I'm very much <laughs> excited about that. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so wow. I will speak to you later. And you have a good night. For sure. You too. Thank you. All right. Be safe. Take care. Take care. Sure. Bye. You too. Bye. <laughs>